3: welcome welcome to the hello musenberg podcast where we talk about local issues and tell the unique stories of the people of musenberg and now to get you going with this edition is our host wayne turner
0: Well, it's another great uh, welcome to our Hello Musenberg podcast. We're podcasting here from the Hive in Palmer Road. This has become our little base for part of the podcast every week. And uh, we try to give just a little bit of an update. What is happening in Musenberg, connecting with some key people, doing a few interviews, finding out what is happening in the wonderful suburb of Musenberg, as I call it, the jewel in the crown of Cape Town. Now we do apologize if there's any background noise it's uh, normal musenberg weather and the wind is blowing very very strongly but uh, i think we just keep talking we leave that in the background again it's a very warm welcome to you uh, fergus turner thanks for joining us thank you very much wayne so uh, the podcast uh, we're using it to connect with people we're using it to uh, give events updates and all the rest of it give us a little bit of update from your side
4: well there are many stories in musenberg the berg is home to uh, many storytellers so this kind of podcast this kind of weekly check-in is a fantastic platform to share just a segment of what's going on here in the berg and at the moment we uh, here from the hive we're dealing with a tremendous buzz overhead with the wind and we've got an exhibition um, uh, currently being installed underway
0: yeah I'm, I'm as we're talking here there's uh, Andy Mason who's painting walls and putting out stuff this is part of the activity of the Hive and the, uh, the buzz, as we like to call it. It's an unpredictable kind of buzz. You've got all sorts of
4: things happening at all sorts of times. Uh, you never quite know what you're going to get. But if you walk into Musenberg at any given Wednesday, you'll find us here, busying about. and. Well, every week I, I've
0: been here, the whole setup has been different. We don't sit at one place <laughs> and do the podcast. We sit up where there's, there's available space. Okay, so... Uh, what are we talking about this afternoon sure so i'd like to
4: hand over to two individuals who have well two bees busy bees who have played a phenomenally important part of the hive in the past six months uh, that's nina and anuk to my right right here and i'd like to give it over them to just describe a little bit about what they're up to and also to invite others to be part of what they're busy creating which is uh, a Set of products, um, services for the Musenberg Festival and more broadly, Musenberg.
0: Right. Firstly, up, it's Nina. Now, I remember meeting these two young ladies about five months ago, uh, standing outside Derek, uh, who has yes. the coffee van yes. on the, on the yes. main road. And Justin popped in t- to have some coffee with these young ladies. And uh, I met them for the first time. So, ladies, very excited to have you on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, let's kick off with Nina. Nina, just tell us a bit about your, your, your experience, uh, why you came to Cape Town, what are you doing, and the big thing is, how does it feel? How do you feel as being part of this very unique community?
2: Um, yeah, so let's start with the beginning. I'm still a student from Holland. Um, I'm currently in my third year and we need to do an internship. And um, we're doing an international study. Which requires us to go abroad for twelve years? Uh, one year, <laughs> not twelve years. <laughs> that would be great <laughs> to go be be for lovely. 12, twelve years. Months. Be lovely. <laughs> twelve months. Twelve um, months. So yeah, we got the chance to look at different companies, and um, yeah, basically, the Hive was part of, of of the application, and we could choose from different companies, and this really popped out in the way it works and how the how they. S- Described how the community helps in creating the festival. And yeah, it really appealed to me on the structure and the way things are going. So we applied, Anouk and I, um, not knowing that there were two pla- two spots available for an intern. And we got both. So yeah, that's really exciting. Um,
0: what have you done um, since you've been here?
2: Yeah. Um, so first we started... Yeah, the first big part was actually working towards the the festival. So helping the project initiators um, uh, finding their venues, um, setting up the project so someone would apply and then we would see further what they want to do, where they want to do it, and how they want to do it. And then when the festival came, we were basically all over the place. We were helping... um, On the day itself, we help with the marketing, promoting all the the projects. Um,
0: Right, just explain what a project is.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs)
0: When you're saying people are helping with projects, what what is it?
2: So, for instance, there's the the dog show that Diana did. Um, So, a project can be an event on the day itself. So, um, Diana did the dog show where multiple dogs could show their talents. um, The prettiest one... The Smallest one, ugliest one, the ugliest one, yes. Um, and then, um, another project could be a children's workshop,
0: right? Well, uh, Halle Musenberg was a project of three years ago. I just absolutely, I'm just thinking about that and absolutely. how something it was very small, but it's actually evolved into something. So, the projects you have aren't necessarily these huge events and organizational things, no. it's it's something that the community are part of. That as yes. this project podcast has sort of developed and, and evolved into something over time but it gives a almost an incubation
4: it does it does so the project the idea of a project is it's anything that comes from a particular person or group or organization's passion or purpose in the mm. greater musenberg area so um, using Halle musenberg as an example i remember back in 2013-14 uh, when we first met and discussions around uh talking about the narratives of Musenberg, the Mm. stories, the special nuggets that sometimes people don't often get to see. And the, you know, back then the idea was, well, you you were asking the question, how can we share this? How can we make this exciting? How can we make this accessible? And so along with experience in radio and broadcasting and interviewing and understanding the community from various perspectives, mm. um, this is an example of one way of letting that passion serve a common good. Yeah, I,
0: I remember last year the, the interviews weren't a lot, but it was a contribution, an essential contribution to a certain part.
4: It was, and it was live during the festival process. It was very much part of the action. So, if you walked into a live cafe back then in two thousand and fourteen during the festival, you'd you'd be you'd be uh, you'd sense that the, uh, the 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 space that was being curated mm. around the the stories and lives and projects of yeah. the festival back then. And so, really, what what Anuk and Nina have been assisting with in particular is uh, there's sometimes there's many barriers to entry when it comes to people wanting to turn something that they really enjoy, love to do, or even their work into something that can be shared, something that can become an initiative, a project. So they've been very valuable in helping people along that path, which is very complex and not linear. It's not, Mm. you know, sometimes we don't know how things are going to emerge, how things are going to turn out. So it's a Delegate process. It's not a process of trying to push three, uh, you know, push people through a few hoops and get them to get something ready for October. It's right. a lot more. It's a lot more personable. It's a lot more adaptive. It's a lot more entrepreneurial. So they've really come on in leaps and bounds in this regard. And from that experience, because they 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 contributed to this in such a big way, they are now working on. Ways of improving that process so that the future people who help these projects, who provide that project support, that project management, that guidance, um, can improve even further the process and make it that much more user friendly. Because it's it's
0: it's a continual process. Because as I've gathered, as I've seen it, uh, it's continuing throughout the year. So it's no longer just a build up for the festival, but it's going beyond beyond festival into actually getting digging into the com- community and the things that we're we're Possibly birthed in the festival, now become standalone initiatives, uh, actually achieving something in the community.
4: And one, one such example is this very place that we're sitting in right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. The Hive uh, is the Musenberg Festival headquarters, but really it emerged from a need from projects to collect, to come together, to have a neutral space with which to play, right. with which to work along with to create the festival and the ongoing yeah. uh, kind of initiatives. So and we're we, gonna
0: see in the future how in the new year how this is going to evolve and then the focuses and the emphasis. So watch this space absolutely. with regard to the high while we're talking about it. Now the other young lady that we have uh, in studio, the uh, uh, the other half of the team, that I met outside uh, oh, Derek's coffee van. What's it? Cafe. ZA 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 oh, he's going to kill me! Z A F A. Yeah. Z A F A. This. She's still got the same bright smile she of had. Of course.
4: And the so, same style. She's got uh, phenomenal. Uh, she's got a phenomenal fashion sense, I must say. Absolutely. Oh, thank I you. wish I had her pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Anouk, welcome to the Hello, Musenberg podcast. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. So we have an understanding where you girls come from. What have you been involved in? Because if you're still smiling five months later, something must be going right.
1: I think the biggest part of that is the community of Musenberg. We have the opportunity to... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about
3: anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
4: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that
3: case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com.
0: Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions
1: apply. See website for details. Cliff in Museberg, and that's the, I think that's the best part of the whole experience because we have been able to connect with all the locals especially through the festival we've met a lot of people and still because of working at the hive and living in the village um, we see people every day can chat with them interact with them hear new stories every day and experiences and that's i think the greatest part
0: so so what you're saying is that uh, just being a part of the village excluding the hive involvement is an experience living in a community that's quite different i mean that's why i'm still here 30 years later is because i love this community and everything i do is birthed out of that but you have tangibly experienced what a lot of us have experienced in the vibe the community spirit the connectivity all of that
1: definitely yeah i think um the community of musenberg is something that i've never experienced before and it's really about connecting with each other knowing each other helping each other Um, and I think it's wonderful to see that everyone's willing to help each other and
0: so so this is not going to be like uh, many people have an international holiday they have a good time and 10 years time they've forgotten you're never going to forget the impression a a community like this made on you
1: no never
0: so what what have you been doing how have you helped us as a community because you guys have come in specifically to intern as part of your your courses but really to contribute and to uh, help the community in like as you said, with, uh, Nina said with projects, tell us a bit more about your uh, influence.
1: Um, well, as already mentioned, we've been part of organizing the festival, the Musenberg Festival, and we've tried to connect different projects or people and uh, helping to find out how we can respond to their needs um, uh, by helping them organizing it, finding venues, volunteers.
0: The whole venue thing, especially in a festival time, can be a nightmare in such a small community. So when you say helping people find venues, it's not just, oh, well, let's get on the phone and phone the CCFM hall and and book. It's literally doing searches.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's mapping out which venues there are, uh, going there, having conversations, seeing what's possible with what fits with which project and also um, what is possible in the venue. Are they willing to... Um, to be part of the festival, or preferably not.
0: Because not, not everyone is as passionate as um, many of us are about Musenberg. Some people are just here for business, some people want to be left alone. So it's not like, well, everybody's interested, this is easy, let's get the job done. It still takes effort at time coaxing it and getting people on your side.
1: Definitely. Um, but I think what what was also a bit surprising me is that still most of the people i've met and also for that goes also for venues are really willing to help and be part of the festival and are really proud of musenberg
0: mm, right uh, what is the impact of these two young ladies being on okay i know that the festival but we as we see it's gone beyond that
4: so it's the way that projects and partners and participating volunteers or task team leads are able to have a consistent interface with the festival platform and the hive in general and the professionalism and generally speaking a very adaptable approach to 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 fielding questions and ongoing concerns and needs mm. and that brings a capacity to the festival that behind the scenes really has a lot to do with the way that this whole project has Mm. grown. So if you'll know that the festival was two weeks this year and the issue of venues, volunteers, uh, staffing certain intense events that have a greater need for resources, this is no easy task, not just because it's large, but because we run this whole initiative on a very small budget and on a very small capacity so there's a lot to be done and it's constantly a negotiation of resources of time of 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 capacity mm. and that requires a maturity in the way that you approach this kind of work so i think that's been a very impressive contribution that nina and Anuk have br- uh, brought to the space uh, you know given that they're interning here they've really represented themselves and the you know their backgrounds their institution really well but i'd like to also um, ask um, them to share a little more about how we can all continue to assist them and the hive in general in creating um, what 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 they're calling professional products but really are prototypes or tests for making this whole thing uh, even easier and even more exciting
0: well um and look you're still behind the microphone give us a bit of an some input around that
1: um so uh, after the festival we wanted to see how we could help the musenberg festival and the community even more um by gathering feedback um from participants uh, and stakeholders everyone who has been involved uh and we really want to respond to more needs of the people and see how we can improve the collaboration um of everyone involved in the festival. And that's what we're currently also working on. Um, So we did some research and we have some findings now uh, on which we want to create um, prototypes to test. And for that, we need everyone that has been involved in the festival and we need the community because um, we can only respond to the needs and create things that will help the community if it will be tested by people, because otherwise um, it makes not much sense. And therefore we have to reach out to people, interact more with everyone, um, to see if our prototypes that we are creating based on the feedback, if they work and if they really can improve uh, the process of the festival and the process of people collaborating with each other. Um, so that's what we're currently working on. and. And
4: and it's also an open invitation for anybody who has any interest in improving the process for next year or being involved to Mm. make contact and ask, well, how can you be involved? How can you be involved at this stage in in, in assisting the architecture that will help all projects to improve the festival next year?
0: Now, I'm not trying to downplay the Musenberg Festival because it has an important role to play. But as someone who's relatively sort of on the periphery, i've just seen how much has been birthed out of the festival and that's actually happening during the year which is one of your goals and aims and by people getting involved in the festival and assisting it doesn't stop there it gives so much more opportunity during the year to do things that might only be aligned with the festival but are community-based that are community building uh, initiatives and so forth
4: so one fantastic example of that is this very Saturday 16th of December uh, at the grassy patch by the Civic Center the MCSI the Musenberg Community Safety Initiative are hosting a big safety day out now it's this is not a direct uh, project or the festival not at all uh, but this kind of excitement of utilizing uh, more of a sort of let's make it fun kind of approach right to getting people involved to activating new interests to building a a, a sense of togetherness when it comes right. to particular issues i think that's a kind of trend that we hope continues to grow in this area
0: like a, a mini or an event like this uh, coming out of some of the uh, bad experiences things that have happened on say for the st james walk and a lot sure. of the trauma being caused yes. in the community this is becoming an initiative that's going to get people uh, saying hey this is what's available this is what's offered let's get a bit more involved and be part of the solution rather than being the keyboard warriors Criticising all the time. Sure,
4: and it's it's definitely coming on in leaps and bounds. If you look at the constant increase in participation, the interest, um, I'm hearing more and more people talk about wanting to find ways of contributing in a very real sense, contributing their time, their energy, their investment, their skill sets in making musenberg the kind of place they want to live in. And MCSI is just one of the organisations that that is 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 experiencing this increase in interest and engagement. And I really do feel that if we can help to tip the way we respond to crisis the way we respond to issues whether it's safety, it's security, water, environmental if we can tip it towards a way of coming together mm. of uh, you know holding hands and um, recognizing the value in the room or in the neighborhood rather than hiding uh, rather than sitting back and becoming more protective i think there are no quick fix solutions to any of these kind of issues that Musenberg and the rest of Cape Town is finding are very difficult to tread through. But right. this is this is a positive approach. How can we come together and, and 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 work around these issues through an appreciative way rather than a deconstructive way? Right. And with that with that in mind, I'd like to also point out that another example of something that's blossomed far further than October is a project that's uh, morphed through the years. And comes to another one of its high points with the emergence and launch of something referred to currently as Beach and Berg.
0: Right. We're going to take a break right there. And after this, we will be back.
3: Coming up next, Wayne talks to our special guest.
0: Right. We're back again. Thank you so much for Nook and Nina for joining us this afternoon. In line at the deli, I
3: guess?
1: Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually.
2: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
3: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: I never win and tell.
3: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandsLots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: It's nice to see people who from another part of the world really loving our hood.
2: Yeah. So come and visit us at The Hive and see how you can help us and how you can help us making the Musenberg Festival even better. Thank you for having us. And I'm really hoping
1: to see a lot of your audience at The Hive to visit us and help us out and collaborate with us.
4: Thank you so much, Nina Nanook.
0: And you're back with the Hello Podcast, Hello Musenberg Podcast here at The Hive in Palmer Road in Musenberg. And as you said before the break, we have a, another guest with us this afternoon, and that is Andy Mason. Welcome. Hello, Ryan. How's it? Very well. Thank you. Having you in the hot seat on the other side.
4: Yes, indeed. Uh, somebody as illustrious and vivid as Andy Mason
0: himself. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Andy, tell us a bit about this project. What is it called and what are you doing and when is it happening? That's the important one.
3: Well, hello, Fergus, and hello, everybody. So, the, um, this is the Musenberg Art Group. We haven't yet got a, a sort of a, like a better name than that, but we work on it. So, we have had, since the beginning of um, our project here at The Hive, we've had four exhibitions. So, this is the, la- the fourth and last this year. It's called Beach and Berg Towards a Musenberg Aesthetic. Right, that, that's
0: great, because so often Musenberg is known for the beach, but the berg is the whole of Musenberg, so it's a, it's, a,
3: it's a nice title. Yeah, So basically, in our ex- exhibitions that we've had this year, we have um, attracted people to the space, to the hive, um, and um, in the process of it, we've met a lot of artists. We've engaged with over 40 artists in Musenberg, and um, it, one of the questions that emerged in my mind and in our various discussions that we've had is, what is this Muesenberg thing all about? You know? Well, as visual artists, we're interested in aesthetics, um, how things look, how pictures work, how they speak to us, etc. So we, we decided to uh, f- uh, entitle the exhibition Beichenberg towards a Musenberg aesthetic, asking the question, is there really such a thing as a Muesenberg aesthetic? Is there something special, something unusual? something unique about this place where we live. Of course, everybody talks about it as being unique, special and unusual, but what does it actually mean? So the the is out there to the artists to interpret the notion of a Musenberg aesthetic. And I'm sitting here now in the studio full of uh, paintings, um, ready to hang up, um, all sorts of stuff. There's over um, probably 50 works on show from 20, 25 odd artists, either people who live in Musenberg or people who are closely associated with, with Musenberg. Over the course of the last five or six months, we have grown our uh, group of artists from the small group of five artists that participated in our first exhibition, Reversible Journeys in, in, at Midyear. Um, we now got uh, you know 25 artists in, in involved, including such luminaries as Lionel Davis, And we've got kids from the Butterfly Art Project. um, And we've also got artists from further afield on the South Peninsula, like Gavin Thompson, who lives in Nordhook, um, Chip Snadden, who lives in in Comerkey, Isabel Knox, who lives in Glencairn, and so on. Well, I think the reason why we can have an exhibition of 20-something Muesenberg artists is that there are a lot of artists in Muesenberg. What attracts them to Muesenberg? That's the question. So that's one of the questions that we like dealing with in this show. What is it about Misenberg that artists right. love, you know? Well, there's lots of subject matter, for example. You know, there's, there's – and Beach and Berg are just two of Besides the,
0: the characters that live here.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, the, 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 um, the environment and the vibe and the, and the, the street culture, the cafe culture, um, all of those things, the community, the sense of, of there being a community. The problem that I have um, – I live just – around the corner here and I I, I don't have to get into my car very often, but it takes me a hell of a long time to get anywhere because I have to stop and have conversations (laughs) with so many people on the way to the shops. (laughs) So that's just kind of where you're at, you know, in Muesenberg, you you, you meet a lot of people, you greet a lot of people um, and um, they generally are all quite like-minded in a way. Uh, People who've chosen to, to live here because they like it so much. Right. And so, so that's no, what our show is all about. Right. So basically,
0: you guys are saying what the rest of us feel, enjoy, and are part of, let's take that and see how the people who have more creativity than some others can interpret that into a, a, a visual medium.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's true to say that uh, some people have more creativity than others. Well, someone like me is not going to create a work of art interpreting anything. <laughs> Well, someone like you just happened to put this whole podcast together, excuse me if you don't mind me saying so. Okay. That's a different kind of creativity. Creativity expresses itself in many different ways, some of them visible, some of them not so visible. The thing about visual art is that everybody can enjoy it. It's a universal language like music. You may not like the picture, but you will have a response to it. Mm. Um, and so visual art is a kind of a bridging mechanism. It's a way of bringing people together. It's a way of sharing stories and ideas without being didactic. Um, because it, when you look at a picture, you can have your own response to it. There's no meaning that's laid down. Um, and, uh, it's, um, and and the other thing is also um, everybody can draw. People think they don't have artistic talent or they don't... um, It's like people who say, I can't sing, you know, or I can't run or I can't throw. Of course, we can do all of these things. We just do them with different levels of expertise. And the people that have a natural talent for it spend a hell of a lot of time doing it and then they get very good at it. And then they sort of are, you know, classed as being artists or whatever, musicians or whatever. But in actual fact, creativity is a universal human quality. Everybody Mm. is creative in one way or another.
0: And often it just takes... uh something an exhibition like this to to show people the creativity is is here i mean i've got to admit that when i have been to some of these uh open studios we had one at the festival where we went to different homes and studios when you see what is on offer you can't help not being inspired maybe not to, to do something, but something just says something to you, you say, wow, I, the, I want to video these guys, I want to create an, something audio, I want to paint like them, I want to start, resurrect my own watercolours that I did 30 years ago. I, is that part of the object of, of an exhibition like
3: this, to inspire? Well, I think creativity is infectious, you know, naturally infectious. So when you go to a movie that you really enjoy or watch a concert or listen to um, somebody playing and singing with a guitar or when you see somebody at the beach doing radical moves on their surfboard or whether you see somebody whipping past you on a skateboard and doing like a huge ollie and, you know, Anything like that that's an expression of, your, of people's creativity is very inspiring and then you immediately want to do that, something like that. If you can't do something like that, you want to do something else that you can do. So, you know, when people see creative uh, things happening around them, it inspires them to be creative. Mm. And that's what—and that's why Musenberg um, is one of these kind of like creatively infected spaces where people that suffer from the malady of being overly creative get naturally drawn there Mm. it's also a very very easy place to live you don't have to get in the car you don't have to commute most of your needs can be um met here in the village um it's a real village actually um it's a really special place
0: so what i'm hearing from you is that uh, musenberg's not a place that has a lot of creatives musenberg is a place where everyone has a creative ability some are expressing it more than others are
3: yeah and i think the the level of creativity that you you get in musenberg the colorful way that people dress mm. you know the fashions that the sort of street life um the uh, the nightlife uh, right. the fact that people walk around and uh, there's a sense of uh, camaraderie and um uh, and the way in which people respond to community events you know like right. art exhibitions are very well attended and um stuff like that and the way in which people are constantly putting on stuff even if they only get small audiences sometimes they don't uh, they, care it's not about the
0: audience it's about what it's is about
3: the, uh, the opportunity to present what what you do and to share mm. it with others okay andy uh, tell us
0: Quickly, as we end, uh, where is it happening? What time is it happening?
3: Okay, so it's happening tomorrow night at the uh, tomorrow evening here at the Hive at 37 Palmer Road in Musenberg. That's the at 14th. 6 p.m. Yeah, that's um, Thursday, the 14th of December. Um, um, and then on Saturday, uh, which I think is the 16th. Uh, We have a walkabout here in the space. All the artists will be here and the public is welcome to come and uh, chat with them and bargain with them and, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, find out more about their work and all that sort of thing. And, And then on Tuesday... Uh, we have the talk about. So we have the walkabout on Saturday and then on Tuesday evening at seven PM. We have the talkabout also in the space, which is a very relaxed the conversation. Date for the date
0: for the Tuesday is? It's
3: Tuesday the so it's the sixteenth on Saturday 18th. Okay, right. It's
0: a Tuesday um nineteenth. 19th. Nineteenth.
3: 19th, 19th. Tuesday nineteenth. Right, yeah. Right. Seven PM. Yeah okay. in the high. And that's just a discussion and we're going to be talking about this idea of a Muesenberg aesthetic is there such a thing you know is it balderdash or is it really something right. is there something special about musenberg which makes it distinctive and if so what is it and how can artists sort of you know tune into that and um and how can we pull together as as artists in our various disciplines to make life easier for each right. other and to encourage our own entrepreneurial activity Right, Andy. Thank you
0: so much for joining us in studio. It's been uh, a pleasure having you at the Hive and catching up on the buzz on some of the, one of the projects that's taking place. Thank you very much.
3: I forgot to mention our calendar. I'll do that quickly. Oh uh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, so it's on s-
3: sale tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. And, and subsequently, it will be, be on sale at outlets and venues around the village. Good. I'll
0: pop okay. that in. Okay. And you're back here at The Hive. We've just had Andy Mason chatting in studio here. And it's back to Fergus. We're going to have a quick wrap-up of what's happening in the Musenberg area. That was one of the events, the Beach and Berg event, taking place on the 14th and then the following Saturday, uh, the 16th and then the 19th. 18th. So, 18th. Yes. so those, are the, those are the dates you need to look out for. Where, where can we see this? Uh, get out... So, for the for the event that
4: Andy's just um, just spoken about, um, I would very much recommend that uh, if you can't attend, that you still follow the activity. Um, Beachenberg and the collective will be very active on social media channels over the next couple of weeks, and also that you support the initiative in the broader village. Because uh, what Andy didn't mention is that there's a specifically exciting. Um, calendar uh, right. with the unique aesthetic and specific selected artworks from the exhibition that will be available in a variety of locations throughout Musenberg, cafes, shops, uh, exhibition halls, etc. And so when you get the chance, uh, go on to the Facebook page um, Beach & Berg. search Beach & Berg, or you can find uh, any of the information on the Musenberg Festival or Hive uh, page and uh, have a look at some of the sneak peeks of this fantastic calendar. Um, likewise, you can get information on any events happening in and around Musenberg on the Get Out, Get South um, calendar. Now, I'd also like to mention that Get Out, Get South is just another one of those fantastic initiatives that really represents the entrepreneurialism and the artistic Sort of touch of Musenburgers and Musenberg businesses. Um, spearheaded by Daniel Blau of the Muse Guesthouse, um, Get Out, Get South is essentially a lifestyle guide, not only a calendar. Uh, online which is very easy to use uh, but also emerging and merging into a magazine that gets out regularly issue one has just been distributed i've got a copy in front of me right now if you can find one of these the inaugural get out get south official uh, lifestyle guide to false base that's musenberg Hosting as the kind of entry into the bay right. into the south peninsula um, furthermore of course um, I, I, you know you've got the, uh, the big safety day out on the beachfront I, I really if you're in Musenberg
0: that's on the 16th it, it,
4: that's on the 16th that's this Saturday if you're on it's, it's it's through the afternoon on the grassy patch by the pavilion if you are in Musenberg uh, on that day you've got to be there uh, right. And come with a willingness to really meet and introduce yourselves to the variety of people who are doing incredible work in and around our community and city. And so, this is a fantastic opportunity to get to know what's going on. Um, there's also a host of venues. Uh, in and around Musenburg that are hosting uh, uh, bands, musicians, uh, local bands, musicians. And I'm just going to pull up a couple of uh, examples of what's going on. So uh, Musenburg specifically, uh, we have, well, we have actually a a lot happening all throughout the peninsula. But um, if we look at Venues like the Striped Horse, um, venues uh, like Ouroboros, the venues that are really being very active throughout the summer season. Uh, keep an eye out, these are also local business persons that are contributing towards the overall well being of the neighborhood. Um, and then I'd also like to really recommend that everybody pitches in where able to uh, when it comes to
0: cleanups on the beach. Um, I, I think people need to find an initiative that resonates with their hearts. If you hate the plastic situation, by the way, we're going to be having a plastics program coming up, the terrible problem we have of plastic and environment. That's that's a, a podcast that's coming up. But if you find an initiative that really resonates with you, Friends of the Musenberg Park, The Hive, uh, you know, the Musenberg Meander, or the Historical Society, throw your weight behind it and, and get involved. The the feelings of uh uh, contentment you have when you are involved in something i mean i just love it i I mean i love being a part of my hood so be a contributor and uh, try your best not to be a fence sitter and sit there telling people what is wrong there's so much right in our village before we end is there something else that needs to be highlighted
4: yeah well i want to just highlight again um I want to emphasize on 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 a, on a high note or as you pointed out what what this Beechenberg initiative really represents you're talking about a phenomenal coordination mm. of uh, artists and artists in Musenburg as you also uh, significant referred ar- to artists are, 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 are entrepreneurs and enterprising in their own right uh, coordinating this show um, I'm actually just giving a big heads up to uh, Robin Hosking and Annie Mason who have coordinated the show. We, that we'll we, we didn't uh,
0: uh, mention Robin. She has su- such an uh, important part to play and, and is such a driving force together with Andy.
4: She's incredibly lively. She is active. She's constantly making, making things happen here in our hood. And... Uh, I guess i just want to highlight that this is this is so much more than an exhibition or a calendar or a discussion about the musenberg aesthetic this is a well-coordinated deeply motivating action that's being taken that's going to be in the interests of all of musenberg really upstarting and giving energy to a feisty local economy that i really do feel with initiatives like these um, is really waiting for its for its burgeoning time, for its time of uh, t- its time in the sun. And I would suggest that everybody plays a vigilant eye on the uh, beachfront during the so-called silly season, and helps uh, helps the organisations and uh, city agencies that help to keep us safe, help to keep things running during this crazy time, helps just to just to generate an energy of care. An energy of um, taking caution um, and making sure that we all, visitors, tourists, and um, residents alike, right. uh, ensure that this, this season is a successful season in the False Bay and in Musenberg, particularly.
0: Right. Well, Focus, again, uh, we come to the end of the program. This one's gone just a little bit longer than normal, but uh, as podcasts go and as you'll learn about podcasting, it's not about time or length, it's getting the message across. you yeah, One more point.
4: Ah, just the um, phenomenal and hardworking Jungle Theatre company with a uh, show at the Mask Theatre The Magic Shell Uh, that's on also uh, Tuesday the um, Tuesday till the 22nd of December so that's Pretty much most of next week at the mask theater um that happens at 11 a.m it's uh anybody from the age of four upwards tickets are 80 rand booking is encouraged uh you can call the mask theater at zero two one seven eight eight one eight nine eight and i'd highly recommend this production which which has been a real african folktale exploration with a fantastic um curatorship from the wonderful jungle theater
0: right well guys that brings us uh to the end of this edition of hello musenberg podcast it's been great being with you guys Uh, i'd just like to remind you that when you visit us on itunes or uh, tune in radio or on the website the podcast website of uh, hello podcast.co.za please like share uh, repost on facebook if you see us there we want to get the message out because we are communicating vital information about our hood and if you love musenberg let other people know because as as we broaden the scope of musenberg others are going to come in and enjoy our events and enjoy being a part of the vibe And before I say goodbye, uh, I'm just looking out the window, I see a brand new little business that's just started. They had a bit of a uh, crowdfunding campaign because all their equipment burnt up in a storage unit so they've really risen out of the ashes. Talk about
4: resilience.
0: Talk about resilience. That's what Musenberg's all about. It's Joseph across there at Edson's Family Butchery. It's a it's a really great deli across the road from us here at the Hive. So phenomenal.
4: In, in incredible care in um what uh, what this butchery is all about. I, I really couldn't recommend it
0: more highly. And we will do that on occasions. They don't sponsor us, but the podcast is all about Musenberg its people, its businesses, and the vibe and buzz that is here. So, from me, Wayne Turner.
4: And from myself, Fergus
0: Turner. We are not related. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.
3: That's it for this show. Tune in next time for another exciting edition of the Hello Musenberg podcast.